God will be in out-of-the-way places day and night. Signs and wonders will increase and be fought against. They always are, aren't they? A lot of it's jealousy. Laws of physics will be suspended so that the miraculous can flow. Laws of time and space would be made known to men. Now, that one's above my pay grade, but I believe it anyway. <laughs> Knowledge of man will increase and never be based on fleshly things. Sevenfold, listen to this, sevenfold tidal wave. The last great move of God breaking on the shores of eternity. The greatest part will be poured out in rural areas. I had a vision of that years ago. God showed me rural towns would be the place where the fire of God would fall. I seek my bride in humble places, for I myself was born in a stable. The last one is awareness will be given my people in days and weeks just before my return. I believe that. I believe right before Jesus comes back, we're going to be walking around saying, Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you looking up? Are you looking <laughs> Because the Holy Spirit is going to get the bride ready. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Um, this is something really been burning on my heart. So if you have your Bible open, Revelation chapter 19. And it's something the Lord told me I needed to be grounded in very strongly. Especially now in these last days. If it's written in the book of Revelation and God reveals it to you, you need to know that it's for today. We are that generation. Beginning with verse 11. And I saw heaven open. Now how many know that that means it's closed? How many know your prayers open it? How many know your praise opens it? Yes. Okay. And behold a white horse and he who sat on him was called faithful and true. And in righteousness he judges and makes war. His eyes were like a flame of fire, and he had a name written that no one knew except himself. Verse 13 now. He was clothed in a robe dipped in blood. Wow. How about you? You've been dipped in the blood? You got those garments on? Very important. Very powerful, very powerful imagery here. And he had a name written, excuse me, and he, he had a head, on his head were many crowns. And he had a name written, oh, excuse me, I just backed up to the verse before. And his name is called the Word of God. There are two things here so powerful. The blood of Jesus and his Word. Think about it. He had a garment. He's coming back. Now, why would Jesus wear a garment dipped in blood? Because the blood is everything. It's everything. That's what he gave. That's where the power is. The old song says there's power in the blood. It's true, isn't it? Amen. And his name is called the Word of God. With those two things... You'll win every victory. Every battle will be victory for you. That's where your victory is. Those two things right there. Look at Revelation 12. 
Verse 7 talks about a war that breaks out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon. And the dragon and his angels fought, but they did not prevail, nor was a place found for them in heaven. How many would like to get the devil out of your life? Yeah. Well, this is going to, how are you going to do it? <laughs> so the great dragon was cast out, that serpent of old called the devil, and Satan, who deceives the whole world, he was cast to the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ have come for the accuser of our brethren who accused them before our God day and night has been cast down. Now one thing you've got to understand about the devil, he seeks permission to do what he does. A prosecutor cannot throw you in jail unless he can present a case to the judge that you're guilty. Come on. Isn't that true? Satan is always accusing you and I before God and to you yourself so that you feel guilty so that he has permission to put stuff on you. Think about it. Now all of a sudden he says now has come. Now has come the kingdom of our God, the power of his Christ. Well, I thought, where has it been? It's always been there ever since Jesus went to the cross and purchased it for us. It's there, but it manifests when we begin to stand in the power of the shed blood of Jesus and by the word of our testimony. It activates it. Faith is voice activated. Amen. It's waiting for you to say it, to speak it. Hallelujah. Because it says in the next verse, they overcame him. Who? The one that was cast out of the heavens. He was cast out. Why? See, we think, well, it's the angels that fought for us, and they did. But they had the right to fight for us because we down here were declaring something on the earth. Ooh. They overcame by the blood of the Lamb. And by the word of their testimony, they loved not their lives to death. They came to a place. You know, the Bible says perfect love casts out fear. They came to a place in perfect love. And the Lord began to speak to me. He said, son, when you understand the blood that I shed, you start understanding my love for you. Mm. And when you understand the power of the blood, then you realize how effective it is in delivering people from the devil's power. Because what else, how can you get out of a crime if you committed it and they got the evidence? I mean, if there's justice, if it's going to be served, then you're going to be dealt with as a criminal. Isn't that right? We're all criminals. And we don't think of it that way, but I mean, that's what a sinner is. Amen. We've all sinned. Well, how can you stand before just God who told Moses, I will not let the unjust, or excuse me, I will not let the wicked go unpunished? That's what he told Moses when he walked before him. Think about that. But yet he's merciful and forgiving. So how can he be merciful and forgiving and not letting the just go or the unjust go unpunished? Because he's a just God. But he wants to forgive. Back in the Old Testament, they had to kill an animal. And it only covered the flesh for a while. But how many know the blood of Jesus does more than cover the flesh? 
It's spirit and life. Amen. And when I saw that scripture where it said he was, had a garment dipped in blood, that made me realize the blood of Jesus is still in heaven. Hmm? It never runs out. Amen. I don't think we really realize the power of the blood of Jesus and how fearful the devil is of you and I when we get a hold of this truth. There's, I, had a, I had a young, had a, a friend up in uh, Indiana called me this morning about 8 o'clock, and I said, what's going on, Donnie? And he said, man, he said, Brother Bill, I said, I've been going through it. I said, well, what's going on? He said, the devil's been attacking me. And I told, and I began to tell him what I felt like the Lord was showing me. I said, do you feel like Ecclesiastes? All is vanity. He said, I do. He said, I feel like I, I just don't want to do anything. I just, I, I'm miserable. He said, I'm repenting of everything I can think of. And I thought, that's a good thing because he probably needed to repent of some things. Because <laughs> I knew a year ago him and his father, I mean, his brother-in-law were at odds and his brother-in-law was a pastor that I preached for. But anyway, I began to talk to him and share with him some things and I prayed for him and I said, where are you going to? He said, I'm, he said I sent the guys out to work and I'm headed for my garage. I'm going to pray. I mean, that's a good thing. But you need to know how to pray. Amen? What is the one thing that defeats the devil? The blood. It strips him of his authority over you and me. Now has come the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ because the accuser has been, he's been made ineffective, ineffective against you. His accusations of, of, of against you before God have been brought to naught. Why? Because somebody down here believed in the power of the blood of Jesus and took their stand. Can you say amen? Now look at Ephesians chapter 6. <clears throat> and look at verse 10. He says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. Let that sink in, not in yourself. In the Lord. In Him. And the power of his mind. Now, the Holy Spirit let me crawl into the mind just a little bit of the Apostle Paul when he said this. And I saw where he was coming from. When you understand it is a relationship that God has given you and me through the blood of Jesus. It's everything that Jesus did at the cross in redeeming us that we are to put on. That's the armor of God. And when Paul saw a Roman soldier, he saw a revelation of us being equipped with all that Jesus did. See, we're not standing against the devil with because I have a really good prayer life. Hmm? I'm standing against the devil in what Jesus did. That's what the blood represents. All the armor of God has to do with what Jesus 
did at the cross in saving us. The helmet of salvation. I need to know what, what all is entailed in what Jesus died for on the cross. I mean, no healings in there. The salvation of your soul. And not just saving your soul. I'm talking about the renewing of your soul. The transformation of your soul. That's a process in itself. Amen. But watch what he says in the next few verses. He says, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand. You ought to circle the word stand. He didn't say fight. God doesn't want you to fight the devil. Come on. Say that again. <laughs> God doesn't want you to fight the devil. You know how I learned that? Because I fought him. <laughs> and I lost. I had to find out how to be strong in the Lord. Good word. Mm. And let see, Jesus fought my battle for me. He did what nobody else could do. Mm. Wow. Stand. How many know if somebody tell you, when I was in the army that we had to stand a lot and wait? <laughs> stand at ease, stand at attention, you know. Stand there, don't move, stand there. <laughs> Well, you better be standing there when the sergeant comes back. Amen. Well, what is he telling him to stand? I'm giving you a position. I've given you a place. Now stand there. Maintain it. Amen. It's a position of grace that God gave us through Christ. Mm. When you understand this, then you won't, you won't struggle in the battle like you used to. You'll learn to let the power of the blood of Jesus fight for you. Man, the devil hates that. He wants, he wants to get you agitated, you know. <laughs> like a preacher says, I'm just going to fight the devil. Well, <clears throat> good luck. <laughs> You're going to need it. <laughs> no, you don't need to fight the devil. He goes on, he says, he talks about the principalities and powers, rulers of darkness, spiritual wickedness, heavy places. And then in verse 13, he says, therefore take the whole armor. In other words, cover yourself in all that Jesus did for you, that you may be able to withstand, there's the word stand again, in the evil day, and having done all to what? Stand. stand. There's that word stand again. And then in verse 14, what does it start with? Stand, there it is again. Therefore, having girded your loins with truth. Now, I'm going to focus on that. Gird your loins with truth. We know what truth is. It's the word of God. Amen. And your loins represent this area of strength. Right here. Jesus said, out of your innermost being, your belly will flow rivers of living water. That's the strength of God flowing out of you. Gird yourself with the word of God. That's your testimony. Now, when, I, when the Bible uses the word testimony, don't think of it like old Pentecostals, you know. Somebody gave a word for the Lord tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just want to praise Jesus. Well, that's good. That's all. I'm not making fun of that. But God was raised in that, okay? <laughs> and we always had certain people that gave certain testimonies, you know. <laughs> but, and that was good, you know. It gave God glory. But that's really not what he's talking about. He's talking about the word of God in your mouth. Mm. I have learned over the years. I never forget the first time I understood how powerful God's word was. This was before I was in ministry. My wife and I hadn't been married too long. 
And I, don't, I remember I had went to see this uh, minister because I was going through a hard time. And anyway, he, he prayed over me and prophesied over me. And when he prophesied over me, <laughs> it, was, it was like this. We were in his office, and I'm sitting there scared out of my mind because I don't know what's going to happen. And he's talking to me. All of a sudden, the Holy Ghost just falls in this office, and I felt it. I'm going, oh. <laughs> and he comes on him, and he starts prophesying to me. And the first thing he said was, my son. I said, well, that's good. I'm still his son. <laughs> he said, you have sought me in your feelings. I said, yeah, I have. You have sought me in other people. But my son, you have not sought my word. For my word is living and alive and active and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing son or soul and spirit. And when I walked out of that office, I got in my vehicle, and all the way home, I'm quoting every scripture I can think of. <laughs> and when I got home, my wife was laying in bed. She, was, she had, I don't know, your legs or something. You were hurting somewhere. I was pregnant. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I knew it was something. <laughs> But I walked into that room. I said, what's the matter? And she told me I was charged up. I was trying to think of what are those things called anyway. <laughs> Here I was an electrician. Can't even remember what. <laughs> capacitor. capacitor. <laughs> I was charged up like a starting capacitor. That's what starts electric motors. It's got shoots about... 50,000 volts to that motor. <laughs> I said, oh, you are? Well, we'll see about that. In the name. <laughs> and I just began to speak the word that got her and God healed her. I found out speaking the word will charge you up. <clears throat> mm. <laughs> I didn't realize what I was doing. I was girding my loins with truth. I was putting it into my spirit by declaring it. It made me an overcomer. God's word is living. I asked the Lord, I said, God, I want you to give me a revelation of that verse which says your word is alive and living. He said, son, everything that I spoke in existence is living, isn't it? He says, they, he says, you know you can't destroy matter. Did you know you can't destroy matter? Oh, you can burn a piece of wood, but you know what? It turns into ashes. You didn't destroy it. You put it in the ground, put a seed in it, and it'll grow another tree. Hello. You can't destroy matter because it's made out of the word of God. And God told me, he said, son, every word I ever spoke is still out there. And all I saw was the little particles of light everywhere. And he said, that's my word, it's everywhere. And he said, when you begin to lay hold of it and take it into your heart and speak it, he said, that word will start activating you with the same life that's in it. I said, whoa. 
He said, that's what Paul was saying when he said, gird your loins with truth. You've got to, first of all, start speaking the truth. I know none of y'all have any trouble with lies, right? Not even little ones. Like when your wife says, honey, does this dress make me look bad? And you go, nah. <laughs> you say, Brother Ford, what do I do? Pray for wisdom. Yeah. <laughs> and God will give you something like, darling, you look good in whatever you wear, baby. Huh? That's a good answer, isn't it? Now let's look at Hebrews chapter 1. Verse 3. And of course this is speaking about Jesus. Who being the brightness of his glory... And the express image, that means exact copy of his person. Upholding. Somebody say upholding. All things. How? By the word of his power. It didn't say the power of his word. The word of his power. Paul said, be strong in the Lord. Well, where is his power? It's his word. So to be strong in the Lord, you got to be strong in his word. Oh, hallelujah. The devil will fight you to stay out of the word of God. Oh, he'll fight you. Oh, you know, know enough, you don't need to read anymore. Hmm? There's something about feeding on the word. Every day, every day, feeding, feeding your soul, your spirit on the word of God. And not only that, speaking it. You've got to learn one of the prayers when Paul talked about in Ephesians 6, he said, praying always with all prayer. One of the prayers I believe he was referring to by making declarations of faith. Hmm? There are times you just need to pray and say, Lord, I just thank you. I'm redeemed by the blood. I plead the blood of Jesus over my body, over my family. Hallelujah. The blood of Jesus has delivered me. Did you know that there are many places on Jesus' body where he shed blood? They smote him in the face. I'm sure it made him bleed. They put a crown of thorns on his hand. How many of you know those thorns only came after Adam sinned? So he was crowned with our curse. That's what that represents. Blood came. They beat his back. Blood came. They pierced his hands. Blood came. They pierced his feet. Blood came. Pierced his side, blood came. All the wounds on Jesus' body, something flowed out of it. 
he had eternal blood. And I saw something that I had never seen before. You know, Jesus, I knew, I knew he said this. He said, my life is mine to give. Nobody takes it from me. I'm going to give it. Every devil in hell could not kill Jesus unless he said they could. Pilate and all, all the armies of Rome could not have taken him unless he gave his life. And even on the cross, he had to push his spirit out of his body. He said he cried out with a loud voice and gave up the spirit. I believe he pushed himself out. It was like, I've got to do this for them. His blood was drained. I really believe if they'd have taken him from the cross, he'd have got better if they'd have taken him down because he was the son of God and he had supernatural blood in him. He gave his life. That's what made it different. Satan didn't take it. He thought he did. Satan thought he took the life of Jesus. But folks, are you, are you seeing this? <laughs> Jesus gave it. He said, I'm ready to leave now. I'm ready to give, give it. Okay, I'm going to leave. And he left his body. You see, God was in control the whole time. That's how powerful it was. Little did Satan know by shedding that innocent blood, he was sealing his own fate. And what you and I need to understand is the power of the blood of Jesus. Amen. That's what washes us clean. Amen. Jesus said, by your words you'll be justified. And by your words, you'll be condemned. Huh? Your words will declare you just or condemned. That's why it says they overcame by the blood of a lamb. I remember years ago, there was this old German lady, and you talk about a woman of God. Her name was Mom Girls. She, uh, my grandmother went and lived with her when she was 80, 81 years old, and Mom Girls was 90. <laughs> and she was taking care of my grandmother. <laughs> and I used to go over there because I, I worked a job where I traveled around, and I would stop there and have lunch with my grandma. And, and then she said, you come see Mom Girls. She'll pray with you. And then she had a Holy Ghost chair. And she said, I've had 50 people full of the Holy Ghost sit in this chair. And she'd been working on the postman. <laughs> you know, trying to get him in it, you know. <laughs> and I'd sit in that chair, and, it, and I'd, I'd wake up on the floor speaking in tongues. And she'd pray over me, and i tell you what, God did a lot of things in my life. But I remember what she would tell me. Young man, you've got to learn the power of the blood of Jesus. You must plead the blood. You must plead the blood. And, and I kind of thought, well, that's kind of an old-fashioned thing, you know, generation did and, and the Lord told me oh no <laughs> that's not old fashioned at all you need to do that and I learned over the years you know what you're doing when you I remember when, when, when Darren uh, was still at home as a young girl going to school and her brothers and sisters I would have to travel and, 
And while I was gone, you know, I was always thinking about my family because I'm not there. And one day I was praying. I, I was pleading. I said, Lord, I plead the blood of Jesus over my family and over that property. And as I was saying that, I saw an angel. I saw this in my spirit. I saw an angel, and he had signs under his arm, and he was flying around my property putting these signs down. And I thought, I couldn't see what was on them. I said, Lord, what's on them? He said, no trespassing. <laughs> and it was written in blood. And, and my prayers were putting up a hedge about my family. The power of the blood of Jesus. You're declaring redemption. His righteousness. Oh, hallelujah. And Satan has no weapon against that. He doesn't have anything. He cannot defeat the power of the blood of Jesus. And your testimony is the key. You've got to declare it. And declaring it and identifying. See, Paul said, I want to know him and the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformed to his death. What did he mean by that? Well, we don't like the term death. I don't want to die. <laughs> you do the way Jesus meant to pick up your cross and follow him. He said, die to self and live to him. Well, you know how you can tell if you've got to that place? Well, you're not afraid of dying anymore. They love not their lives to death. And the Lord told me, he said, you can come to that place when you understand my sufferings for you. Because you'll understand what perfect love is. It'll cast out your fear. He said, I want you to focus on the blood of Jesus for a while. I like the way God teaches me. He'll take me through. He'll show me this for a while. And he'll take me to something else. You know, last year I was focused on the Holy Spirit. And I still do. I still am focused on that. But it's like now my, a stronger focus is on the blood of Jesus and the word of God in my mouth. Because he's doing something in me. And I know he's doing something in you too. Amen? Amen. Praise God. Let's look at some verses in Proverbs uh, Proverbs chapter 18. <clears throat> Let's look at verse 20. It says, a man's stomach or belly, this is this place right here, your spirit, this represents the spiritual strength area, shall be satisfied. The word satisfied means filled with, full, become full. From what? How will it become full? From the fruit or what his mouth is producing. Huh? From the fruit of his mouth. You feed your spirit man by the words of your mouth. Think about that. From the produce, we know what that means, the gain or increase of his lips. In other words, as he learns how to speak truth, he shall be filled. Your words are filling your spirit. That's why when I was speaking the word and I got home, my spirit was charged with that word. Oh, glory to 
God. And in the same manner, listen to this, when you pray in the Holy Spirit, you are speaking the Word of God even though you don't understand it. That's why it edifies you. Oh, dear Lord, come on, are you out there tonight? <laughs> it's the Word of God. Whew. Builds you up. And then when you get a revelation of what you've been praying, then it's a double thing, amen? amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. The next verse says, death and life. Oh, we need to get a hold of this. Are in the power of the tongue. And those that love it shall eat its fruit. I said, Lord, why did you use the word love there? And the word love, it, it, it refers to the love that you have for a dear, close friend. You ever think of your tongue as a close friend? I haven't. It usually gets me in trouble. <laughs> Especially when I was little. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You know, open mouth and then think about it later. <laughs> but think about it. death and life. I like to think life is in my tongue. Life is in my tongue. Some, let's see when it was. It was, I don't know, last year sometime. I said, Lord, I've been believing you to heal me of. You know, these digestive problems for years. I don't understand why, why it's not healed. Mark eleven twenty three. Well, I know what that is. Go read it anyway. <laughs> oh. Whosoever shall say to this mountain, be removed, cast into the sea, shall not doubt in his heart, but believe what he says will happen, it will come to pass. The Lord says, there's your healing. So I start speaking to my body. You say, you spoke to your body? Yeah. You'd be surprised what we talk to. You talk to your computer. You t Especially when it freezes up. You, t you ever called your car stupid? See, don't look at me like I'm weird because I talk to my body when you talk to your car. <laughs> come on. <laughs> my wife said, will you come look at this stupid washing machine? <laughs> I had Lord get on me. I, I, you know, I was talking to my computer. I said, what is wrong with you? Like, you know, it can answer back or something. And the Lord says, you're the problem, not it. But it's amazing, you know, we're, we're made that way, really. You think about it. Adam named all the animals because he had that capacity. Now, you don't have the fullness of that capacity now because sin degraded us so much. But yet we were still born with a, a desire to want to rule things. Come on, amen. Don't you wish your kids would just obey you the moment you said something? Come on. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have that in us. And, but see, God put a safety valve on it where you got to believe it or it won't happen. What does that mean? You have to be controlled by the Word of God in your heart. It has to be in your heart in abundance. That's the key. God put a safety valve on that. Because if you just walked around, dear Lord, if you got everything you said, you'd go kill people.
I mean, if Jesus appeared to hear that and said, for the next 10 minutes, everything you say will come to pass. I'd say, Pastor, lock the doors. Don't let nobody out. Mm, you get in that car, somebody pull out in front of you. Think of it. God wants you to become filled with his word. And it says, the increase of your lips will fill your spirit. Mm. Speaking truth, speaking truth, speaking truth all the time. When God called Nathaniel, he was one of the disciples. The first thing he said to him was, Behold, an Israelite in whom is no guile, a man who speaks truth. And Nathaniel said, How do you know me? Because I guarantee you paid the price for that kind of life. And Jesus said, I knew you when your brother came and got you and you were sitting under the fig tree. <gasps> you are the Messiah then. Nobody could have known that. And Jesus said, you think that's something, Nathaniel? You just wait. You're going to see heaven open. <laughs> and angels ascending and descending on the Son of Man. I got thinking about that. Here's a man with a pure heart. And God says, you're going to get to see heavenly things that speaks truth. Think about it. Speaking truth will cost you in the world, but it will give you favor with God and make your spirit strong. One of my favorite scriptures is Proverbs chapter 12. And I admit I'd forgotten about it because it was years ago God gave me this. And it's verse number 6. said, the words of the wicked lie in wait for blood, but the mouth of the upright will deliver them. God gives deliverance to you and I, and it's in our mouth, by the words of our testimony. Hello. There are times I just walk the floor. That's what that's, sometimes that's the praying I do making declarations. Lord, I just thank you. You know, Psalms 91 starts off, it says, He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow, which is the covering of the Almighty. And then it says, I will say of the Lord. Huh? That's what makes it work. Declaring it. That's your faith. And the more you say it, the stronger it gets in you. I remember after the Lord gave me Mark eleven twenty three, 23, I was walking around. And, and see, here was what was, you know, I was just, I would speak to my stomach, speak to my throat, my esophagus. And I say, you got to get better now. You got, I command you to be healed. I command you to be well and healthy. I, I'm not going to take antiacids anymore. I don't like them. I'm tired of drinking soda water. And I don't mean Coke either. I mean baking soda. <laughs> you know, kill the acid. <laughs> Almost every night I had to have stuff like that. And I just started speaking the word, just speaking to my body, speaking to my body, so over and over again. You hear me, stomach? You're healthy and strong in Jesus' name. I'm speaking to you. You hear me? <laughs> I got serious. Next thing I, you know, and I, I don't even know when it happened. I just know that all of a sudden I know I don't get nausea at night anymore. Oh, glory to God. 
That old thing of tongues been sitting there a long time. It's still half full. <laughs> Glory to God. I just kept speaking it. So how long? I don't even remember. I just kept doing it. At first, I didn't see anything. It's like, no, it, you know, it, didn't, it may even get worse at first if you try it. You don't try it, you do it. Amen? But I noticed after a period of time, it just started getting better and better and better. I used to have pains in my chest so hard because it would burn my esophagus. Hurt, pain, like somebody stabbed me right there. I don't have that anymore. I mean, it's almost like somebody pinched me. Praise God, the Word of God works, people. Amen. Now, here's one of the keys. Jesus, when he talked about the sower sowing the word, one of the focuses was on the condition of the soil. That's your heart. Well, I tried that confession stuff and nothing happened. You had no root. Jesus said they had no root, therefore they fell away. Takes time to get rid. What did Pastor talk about tonight? Little by little, the kingdom's like a seed, huh? If everybody said, "I would like apples," and I said, "I'm gonna give y'all apples," and I handed y'all an apple seed, you would be very disappointed. Because <laughs> you know you're gonna be waiting a long time. Amen. <laughs> Years, but see, the kingdom's like a seed. He gives you the potential, but you got to stay with it until the fruit comes and then you reap the harvest. The reason it, it depends on you depends on how long your harvest is, on how much you stick with it. Hmm? Just keep speaking it. Keep speaking it. You got to speak the word of God. You know, pray in the spirit. Speak the word of God over your life. Amen. Speak it over your body. Amen. Death and life are in the power of your tongue. And God's word is his power. And his words are life to those who find them. And their health to all their flesh. Now can I say something in all honesty? This is easier to preach than do. I'm just being honest with you. No, it works. Because it works for me. I'm just bullheaded enough that I won't let go. I'm just going to keep standing. I just keep saying, the devil said it ain't working. I said, no, I'm standing right here. You ain't moving me. Huh? Bible says, haven't done all the stand. I haven't done all the stand yet. I've still got a few more scriptures left. <laughs> Amen. I'm just, I'm still standing. Praise God. Look at Matthew 15, and we'll close. Lord, show me something for you, Pastor, during the worship service. I'll give it to you in just a minute. <clears throat> the disciples had gone through a field plucking ears of corn because that was allowed under the law of Moses for them to do that. But one of the things, the traditions of the elders were to wash before you eat, which is a good thing, but... How many knows you don't have a wash basin around in a cornfield? Okay. So they plucked the corn, and of course they were accusing them that they did not keep the traditions of the elders. So Jesus' response in verse 11, he said, Not what goes in the mouth defiles a man, 
but what comes out, we know what he's talking about, amen? It's all about words, right? This defiles a man. Now, that's interesting. Your words will defile you. Now, drop down. They ask him to explain this. In verse 18, he says, But those things which proceed of the, from the mouth, where they come from? The heart. the heart. Think about it. And they defile a man. For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, blasphemies. These are things that defile a man, but eat with unwashed hands does not defile a man. Now, think about this. Jesus came to reverse that which was perverted. Okay? Proverbs said, put away from you a perverse mouth. Huh? Perverse lips put far from you. A perverse mouth is one that's not sanctified. You're not born again. Amen? That's what he's talking about. Either make the tree good or make the tree evil. That's another place he talked about that. For by your words you're justified or by your words you're condemned. What is he talking about? Now think about it. If your words can defile you, what about if you get born again and God makes a tree good? That's what he did with you. You became a new creation. Your spirit was born of the word. Paul said by the incorruptible seed of God's word. Hmm. The word of God that lives and abides forever. So now you have the capacity to speak truth, to speak the word of God. So if your words before defiled you, now the right words will cleanse you by the washing of the water of the word of God. Hmm. See, God's word is, is explained by seed, by water. Amen? In the book of Isaiah, he talks about my word should be like the rain that comes down from heaven that waters the earth and makes it bring forth. What does it do when it comes in you? It makes you bring forth his life. Amen. We got to fall in love with the word of God again. Amen. Mm. See, what happens when we do, the spirit of prophecy begins to be released in our midst. Mm -hmm. And when John, this is in Revelation chapter 19, you know, John sees an angel and and he falls down to worship him. The angel said, don't, don't worship me. He says, I'm a fellow servant of you and your brethren. He said, worship God. For I am a servant to those who have the testimony of Jesus. <laughs> you know what that angel was saying? I work for those who have the testimony of Jesus. You want me to work for you? And have this word in your mouth. I thought, whoa, that's good. You know, a lot of angels are just wanting us to speak God's word more. Speak it over yourself. Speak it over your family. Speak it over your church, your pastor. Amen. Don't say what's wrong. Say what you want. Say what you want. The devil wants you to say what you see. That's why he, God told Joshua, keep the word before your eyes. That's also in Proverbs chapter 4. Keep it before your eyes. Well, how do you keep the word before your eyes? He said, because the devil's going to throw everything else in front of you. He said, don't look at it. Look at the word. The word says this. This is what the word says. 
and then say it. And then when you say it, you're feeding your spirit. And you will, I guarantee you, just, just do this. Just do this as a test, okay? Find some, two or three, don't get a lot. Find several scriptures. You know, you can write them down, whatever. And just walk the floor one night for about a, well, I won't say an hour. That might be long for some of you. <laughs> and just speak, they just declare it. I overcome the devil, praise God, by the blood of a lamb. I've been doing that, and all of a sudden, I begin to see the power. God just gave me a revelation of the blood of Jesus. I just see it, how powerful it is and how it destroys Satan's ability to do anything to me. He's looking at me and saying, I can't get to him. He's covered. Because I've been declaring it. And you say, man. Hallelujah. Pastor, during their praise and worship service, know what the Lord showed me. I saw this ceiling. And, uh, and I saw your ministry in this church. And I saw it would get to a certain place and then kind of be there. And the Lord says, I'm going to blow that ceiling off. Huh? Because you're going to enter a new phase where there won't be any limitations anymore. <laughs> Hallelujah, Jesus. And I'll tell you more, but that's all I got. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord, give me something for you, too. Hallelujah. The Lord, show me the main things that you need from the Lord and that you want from the Lord. And that you desire from the Lord. And the Lord said that desire, God's creating more desires in you along the way. And he said those desires to seek him, he's going to use that to do a purifying in your life that you need and that you want. And he said, don't worry. He says, I have a goal that I'm taking you to. And he said, you won't always understand what I'm doing. You won't always know exactly what I'm doing. He said, but always trust in my love for you. Because as a father to a daughter, I desire the best for you. Hallelujah. Father, bless her in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. And, and many times you feel like that um, you're not receiving everything that you know God has for you. And that, that you pursue him. You, you, you pay the price. And it's like, God, what? How come? I just, I, I want so much more than I have. And the Lord says, that, that drive I put inside of you because you have a spirit that will run the course. He said, I preordained that for you. And you will, oh, stand up, brother. Hallelujah. He said, there are things about to be revealed to you that you never thought of up until now. There are areas of faith that you never thought even existed that I'm again begin to open up to you in the days to come. And he said, you must ask me for the grace that you need to walk in these things. You must ask me to guide you day by day down the path to these things. For you don't know the way, but I know the way, says the Lord. And I will, show, I will take you by the hand and lead you step by step. And things will begin to open up. And I'll do a purifying in your life like you never thought. For a pure heart will come more and more and more because you desire to see more of me. Therefore, I will pure. Oh, Jesus, touch him tonight. Glory to God. Hallelujah, Jesus. 
Hallelujah. Now, this your wife. You going to go with them? <laughs> <laughs> you thinking yeah. about it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Stand up. <laughs> Praise God, because God didn't leave you out of the equation. I see you standing with your husband, and I see a, a, a spirit of agreement. And, the Lord, and, and God's going to show you more and more of your place. <laughs> well, you'll feel you fit. You won't feel like an outsider. I'm not saying that you do, but I, 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 God just wants you to feel that you're in your place. And that the rewards of heaven are given not so much by all that you do, but by your obedience to be and do what he's called you to do. Father, in the name of Jesus, release to her. I see peace. God said, I want to, ooh, I see him putting shoes on your feet, and they're the shoes of peace, the foundation of peace. Oh, thank you for that, Father. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Um, I got this just as I turned to walk away. I see you writing down some things that you believe in God for. You need to write them down so that you don't lose your focus. I see a list of things. And, 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 try, and if you write them down, you may have to write them down several times until you get them in the right order and priority. And then God says, I desire to fulfill all those things for you. And believe me and thank me for them. Thank me for them every day. And watch you get to start checking them off. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. Glory to God. Is Jesus good or what? Amen. Let's stand up. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Lift your hands. Lord, we just love you and worship you. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord, for the anointing that's in this place. In Jesus' name, hallelujah, Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, there, here it comes, right there. There's the anointing in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Set her free right now. Touch her life. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, thank you, Father. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, Jesus, thank you, Lord, for touching this man. In Jesus' name, thank you, Father. Hallelujah. God, I see an anointing of power, of power. <laughs> It's like a Samson anointing. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, you'll feel strong. You'll feel God's strength. You'll feel God's power on you. And Lord said, this is to do things for me. It will work miracles. It will cause devils to flee. Mm. Hallelujah. Lord, release that in him right now. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. We just love you, Jesus. 
We just love you, Lord. We just worship you. We bless you. We worship you. Hallelujah. Lady with the bandage, come here. I want to pray for you. Heard, heard you tell my wife you got corporal tunnel. Is that right? <coughs> oh, I've seen that heal. That ain't nothing oh, yeah. for Jesus. <laughs> Let's believe the Lord for you to be. Is it just in that hand? Is it in the other Both one too? Hands. Both hands. All right. Thank you, Father. Ooh, the anointing. Release it, Lord. Oh, Jesus' name. We rebuke corporal tunnel, command it to get out of her body. In Jesus' name, be healed. Be healed in Jesus' name. Glory to God. Thank you, thank you, Lord, for healing her tonight. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God's touching you and your soul, too. Jesus' name. Thank you, Father God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. If you have lower back trouble, I want you to come up here. I want to pray for you. Lower back trouble. <coughs> Hallelujah. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Mm. Okay. Anybody else? Mm. Hallelujah. Ooh, anointing flow. Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Lord, just heal Pastor's wife tonight. Just heal her. Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Was she the only one that did prayer? Any kind of back trouble come. Um, tell you what, it's strong up here right now. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, glory to God. Thank you, Lord. You ready? <laughs> you ready to receive? <laughs> I believe he's already done it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. God's healing power just comes so quickly. You receive. Mm. God, one of those things God's doing to you, He's removing those barriers for you to receive from Him. They're just falling down, falling down. Receive. In Jesus' name. Lord, touch her right now. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. Mm. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Was that all the people needed prayer for their backs? Okay. And you got any kind of uh, problem with your bones? Uh, arthritis? Uh, you know, anything? You got that too? <laughs> I am so done with this. Amen. <laughs> well... Is it arthritis or what? Arthritis. 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 Leave. <laughs> Jesus. Thank you, Father. No more of that in their body. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus.
Arthritis. Arthritis, we command you to loose this body and leave. Jesus' name be healed. Ooh, glory to God. No more, no more. God, restore. Restore the damage. Restore, restore. Be restored. Shoulder, all of the joints. Restore, restored in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, Jesus. And glory to God. And laughter does good like a medicine. Arthritis? Cocoa tunnel? All right. Lord, we command that to leave this body in the name of Jesus. We won't have it. I command it to loose her now. Jesus' name. <laughs> what you believing for? Hip joint. Okay. <laughs> All right. We're going to talk to that hip in Jesus' name. Be restored. Be renewed. In Jesus' name. Receive it now. Oh, glory to God. Thank you, Father. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> okay. What you believing for, huh? What you believing for? I have a damaged nerve in the bottom of your foot. Bottom of your foot. Okay. All right. Praise God. Father, that foot needs to be healed and renewed and restored. The nerves, ooh, the damage to be totally healed. Father, release your healing on our thing now in the name of Jesus. Let her receive. Oh, yes, 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 yes. We receive it. The love of your grace, Lord God, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Lord, wish me to tell you that we don't deserve anything, but He wants us to have it. He wants us to have it. He wants us to have it because He loves us so much. So we're so dear to Him. Hallelujah. He wants you to have this. This pedicure said, just receive that love. Receive God's love for you right now. Right now. Just sense a little bit of hesitation in you, but just receive right now. His love for you. Just tell the Lord, Lord, I receive this as a, your love to me. Yes, yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, just break off those shackles right now. Just break them off. Break them off. We command the looser now. Looser now. In Jesus' name, she'd be free, free. Free in her soul. Free in her mind. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah, yeah. Oh, there's the river starting to flow right there. Like the dam's breaking, it's coming through. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. The Lord tells, wants me to tell you, if you will express your love to your Father, just one thing God can't do through you. That's one thing you and I, we all have to do, is to express our love to Him. He said, if you'll begin to express your love to me more, and just say, Father, I sure love you. He says, it's going to reciprocate back in revelation to you. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah, Jesus. 
Thank you, Lord, for healing this lady. In Jesus' name, right now, in her body. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord God. In Jesus' name. I have a feeling you already got it. <laughs> Hallelujah, Jesus. What you believe in for, sir? One more. Okay. Amen. And he is the word, so we get more of him by getting more of the word. Yeah. Thank you, Father. Lord, I pray for a strong appetite in him to come, to be planted in his heart for the word of God. I pray for the spirit of wisdom and revelation to anoint his eyes and his heart to see. Let the word of the Lord be revealed to him. Release that in him now, Father. We may become stronger in it every day as he stewards this gift from you. In Jesus' name, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God. As I was praying for him, I saw you know, a scripture where Jesus taught, it was after the parable of the sower so in the word, he said, be careful how you hear. For with the measure you meet, it shall be measured to you. What that means is, the way you receive it, if you receive it in its full measure, that's what you'll get. And then he said to him that hath shall more be given. You know what that means? You lay claim to it. This is mine. And the more you lay claim to it, the stronger you get in it. Whew. Speak the word. Speak the word. Speak the word. Amen. You'll get stronger. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Let's give the Lord a praise. Okay, I just, I just feel just a few more minutes. Lift your hands one more time. Let me just, hallelujah, thank you, Father. Mm. Hallelujah, brother, right here. The change that you've been believing for is at the door. I see Jesus' hand on the doorknob, and he's turning the knob in the door. So receive that in Jesus' name. Glory to God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. This sister right here. God wants to increase your prayer life. I see, I see you at a, a level like this. And the Lord's saying, come up higher. They that wait on the Lord. And the Lord showed me what that word meant. You know it's used in the book of Genesis when it says the waters were gathered together in one place. The word gathered together is what that word means. Those who gather together with the Lord shall renew their strength. If you got 15 minutes to pray, spend 10 of it in worship. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Lord shows me you got changed tonight. You got changed tonight. You got it. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. 
Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, the Lord showed me he's, he's challenging you to take some steps in him you've never taken before. There are some things he wants you to do to step out in him. He says, don't worry. He said, you've got the boldness inside of you. You just haven't learned how to tap into it yet. He says, my word will cause everything I put in you to come alive. Oh, hallelujah. Father, I thank you. In Jesus' name, touch him tonight. Glory to God. And we give you the praise, Father God. That you're making the changes in him. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You're so good, Lord. You're so good, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord wants me to tell you your, fu your future is in his hands. He wants to give you peace about that. I see, I see God moving things around in your life. I see for a time you're going to go through a time where things are going to seem like they're just all out of order or something. And you go, God, what's going on? God says, I'm shaking things up for you. I'm going to do some new things in your life. You're going to be pleased with. You won't, you won't realize it at first. He said, but son, always remember that if I'm for you, who can be against you? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. How many know God's for you? Yes, he is. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Amen. 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 I guess that's it, Pastor. <laughs> I'll throw it back to you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Amen. He nailed you, Blackie. <laughs> I'm just telling you as your pastor, he nailed you. Believe it. It's the word of God. With the loud train tonight. I never heard a train before. Might have opened up my ears tonight. Track, come on. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> claim it. We claim it. We click, clickety clack, click. Y'all start praying, clickety clack, clickety clack. You are a very special guy, Brother Ford. Very special guy. I know you're special to your wife, your family, your daughter, but you're special to us. And uh, I don't know when Brother Ford comes here, you know, some blow in, blow up, blow out. And that's a part of what God does. But you like come in a wave and wet everything. And it's, it washes, it's, it's stick, it has a sticking ability. You've said things that I've kept in my heart. And uh, 
I just want y'all to know that uh, he's a special part of us. And it comes through a lot of different areas. I think it's heart to heart, you know. Uh, you know, it even comes through a bloodline. Darren, Jeremy here. I think it comes for our hunger for revival and what God wants to do in these last days. And there's also some real connections in the spirit. And uh, you're going to do us good in the future. You did us good tonight, but you have something for this church. You're a part of this church. I don't know if you know it or not. but And we'll probably talk a little more about that at dinner tomorrow. But he, he's a part of this church. And uh, anyway, I'm excited and privileged to be a part of you and you being a part of us. It's just really, we need you. We need you. You know, it's not like you're going to be here every day, but your presence will always be here. You're a part of this church. Amen. Well, do y'all feel that? Y'all sense that? And, and listen, you know when he ministers, you, you, it's not, you know, some people that minister to me, I mean, it's so much going on. People ask me, what did he prophesy over you? And I'm like, I don't even know, man, but it was good. It's in my spirit. And that's how it happens a lot. But when you talk, it gets in the spirit. But you re I remember things. I just really remember the things that you say just because the way the Lord uses you and the way he paints through your mouth. You know, he just, it's good. <laughs> Somebody say it's good. So listen, this is the deal. We in Irwinville with Brother Ford Saturday night, and if you don't come early, you're not going to have a seat because there's just not a lot of sitting area. And so we'll be there at 5 o'clock. It's very easy to do something, church, fellowship, worship, and the word at 5 o'clock. Clean your yard, clean up, or clean your yard, don't clean up, and just come. We are, it's just it's something I love to preach over there. You're gonna love it. It's just just easy. Huh? Just it's just it's just easy. And so we'd love to welcome you to come and uh it will encourage everybody there if you come because the church is just beginning to grow. Will y'all be with us Sunday? Are you gonna be preaching somewhere? Okay. Well we'll probably share the service. We've done that before. I like to get with my people on Sunday, but we'll do it together. We'll tag team. Okay. Well, we'll we'll preach at each other. <laughs> okay. Well, I think I think it's done. I think God did what He wanted to do tonight. Hold on to what you heard, and hold on to what was spoken over you prophetically. And uh, we'll rejoice now that God said it, but we'll rejoice and celebrate when it comes to pass. Come on, somebody. Well, you are dismissed. We will see you Saturday night. <laughs>